All right, welcome back. Uh, a new week, Curtis. New episode of the podcast, and um, there's a lot of drama going in the NBA. Yeah, well, our, our picks aren't looking too <laughs> no, good. We we I think I predicted four one for the Celtics, and they're going to they're about to play a game six tonight. And I think we predicted maybe four two for Warriors. Yeah, we said four two for the Warriors over the Rockets, but yeah. Now we're it's gonna have to go seven. I think so. I mean, uh, we'll we'll touch a little bit more about that. But uh, welcome back to another week. Uh, currently, it is Friday, uh, about an hour and a half before post time here. We're gonna take a look at a Saturday's program, uh, and a shout out to our friends at Redoso. They began their season today. Huge Six, day today. Sixteen trials. Yeah, today, tomorrow, and then you have the uh, Redoso Derby trials on yeah. uh, Sunday. So ten more of those there. So uh, can, it's, it's definitely going all weekend. I can tell you a lot of pages were printed this yeah. week. <laughs> Look at my stack right here. I've got like yeah. a stack of six different days, trials, training races. Uh, and I'll, we'll keep our eyes open on Saturday because we've got um, Katie and Corona shipping out to Ridoso. He'll be competing in Sunday's Derby trials. Yep. He's listed as a favorite on the morning line, but it's a it's a tough trial. I don't think he should be 9-5 on the morning line, but just because he's undefeated, He's going to take that that number. Yeah, he deserves all the respect. An undefeated horse in the Paul Jones barn going yeah. over there. He does have some competition. One mm -hmm. horse I, I really like along the rail there, uh, Chicky Boom Boom V. Uh -huh. uh, had some trouble last time, but uh, I think he should get the job done. Question is, uh, can he hang with the rest of them in the final? Yeah, it's going to be fun. So we'll, we'll touch a little bit about everything that's going on across the country. But uh, first, we're going to talk about Saturday's program here at Los Al. We got a... Uh, I want to say yes, a nine race program, um, competitive card. I like the card a lot. There's a good mix of, uh, of two year old events with some some good around the hook races, and uh, I think that's going to be for for a good wagering card. Even a a, a quarter horse race mixed in in the early pick four, uh, so that's going to throw a little bit of a wrench there. All right, race number one, uh, we got thoroughbreds going four and a half. Uh, Twenty five hundred dollars is the claiming price. We got a field of six. I went back and forth on who I wanted to key in this race. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to single just yet, but I feel like the five Bella Ricola has had a few chances. This might finally be the field. And uh, so that's who I'm picking on top. Bella Ricola, uh, I think could, could really improve and maybe get a good trip finally for once and, and get the job done. Yeah. I went with the other Jesus Nunez, uh, just because of dropping down in class, cut the claiming price in, in half. But, I thought the three Diamond Proof and the five Bella Raquella were kind of the same horse. They're yes. going to look for that stocking trip. Mm -hmm. And I just went with the three because of the class drop. Uh, maybe can use that to its advantage, find an easier field here, and you know, have a little more closing kick than the five down the lane. Yeah, so you're going to go with the three. I'll go with the five. Second choice for me will probably be the one Privy. Uh, the three Diamond Proof is going to be my third choice. But Privy, I thought this one had some legitimate excuses last time. I was off slow, showed a little bit of speed there. And uh, I studied uh, down down the back stretch there and just was empty after that. So uh, the one, I can build some excuses around that one at 4-1. to one, Definitely a horse that I think could be a good use. So I'll go 5-1-3. Yeah, I went 3-6-5. Uh, I, I threw the 6 in for my second choice. Uh, it has been showing speed and yeah. weakening light, but it's going to take the blinkers off here. And there's not a whole lot of speed in this field. Only the two slightly uh, showed some speed last time, but before that wasn't really showing a whole lot of speed. So maybe you can get loose on the front end and get brave there in the stretch. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be the the main speed threat. Edward Rojas, who has been riding great <laughs> in the last few months, uh, last month or so, 
if he can cross over, he's definitely going to be uh, in a good shot to try to steal it on the front end. So, again, 5-1-3 for me. 3-6-5. All right, that's race number one. Race number two, 870 yards here, an allowance. Uh, so they're all protected. we got a field of seven. And I don't think we've got a quarter horse. No, we don't. So it is all thoroughbred event here. The morning line favorite is going to be the big favorite, Cow Dog. Uh, first off the claim, Chuck Tris. Chuck Tris. Showed speed of Santa and actually led pretty deep into the stretch. Uh, only got caught by a deep, deep closer. Yep. And the third place finish came back to win. Cow Dog, Cow Dog is definitely the horse to beat here. Yeah, I, I didn't ask him about this horse, but I overheard <laughs> yeah, him with some owners. No, 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 don't jinx it. <laughs> and he was, I heard him saying like, oh, I've wanted this horse for so long. Just, he loves the name Cow Dog for oh. some reason. So uh, he claims it here. He, he he brings it over to Los Al. He you know, drops into an easier spot here, first time 870, but, you know, definitely looks the part, has been facing better and, and has plenty of early speed. Uh, should be getting the job done here at four to five. Yeah, that's going to be uh, Cow Dog. Who's probably looks like the main speed here, other than maybe the one horse or maybe the three and four could show some speed. But uh, I'm probably going to go too deep. I'll use the three ball be gone as my long shot play of the night. Um, last time I finished third, first round against winners against pretty solid allowance field. Uh, you got Rosiana Dana there finishing second there. Uh, so, you know, if the six makes any kind of mistakes. I think the three could, could benefit there being lightly raised, uh, hat speed. So I'll go six three six three seven for me. I win a six seven one. I just really like the seven Sharona Sunset to get a nice trip. Being drawn outside of the six cow dog and, and dropping down first time. Los Al probably gonna need an outing, but I think can sit a nice trip and follow cow dog probably to the wire there. So uh, maybe a nice cold six seven for me. Yeah, and, and the, you know Sharona Sunset did, did chase the speed last time out of Sanita, kind of box in between there and just was empty down the stretch. So. Definitely a horse that could maybe take to the turn there uh, here at Los Al for the first time under the lights. All right, six three seven for me and six seven one. All right, there we go. Race two. That's the conclusion of the early double race number three. Exacta trifecta, and of course you can start a pick three here, but there's no, there's not going to be any show wagering uh, available, and that is because it appears we have a two horse race on paper. The question is, what did you pick on top? Yeah, I had a feeling this might be your uh, Los Ponies lock of the night. No, no, good, good, good. Uh, okay. I thought about it. I, but, I, but, you know, I like to give a lock where it doesn't look as obvious. Yeah, okay. So I, I almost did it just because, but the morning as we're so close to each other that I Okay, I, I, I got you. I, I got you. So, yeah, uh, so anyway, I went with the four, Quantum okay. Force. Uh, we agree, we agree. Yeah, just because this horse has looked razor sharp here mm -hmm. the last couple outs at yes. Los Al and been popular at the claim box, but. Uh, really settled in nicely here. Uh, steps up again uh, for uh, Angela Aquino first time to the $5,000 level. It's got to contend with the six, Atomic Action. The horse uh, to the outside been showing speed over at Santa Anita. But, you know, like we said uh, before, sometimes they need an outing. And, and Quantum Force, I, I don't think you can make any mistakes right now with how sharp this horse is. Yeah, this horse broke good, dueled. Was hard ass there to keep the to keep on pace, but... Finished strong nonetheless there, 51 and 1. Has been claimed now the last three out of the last four outings. Yeah. Three out of the last five. Yeah. And this horse just loves to win races. Uh back to back runaway wins. I agree. I, I give the four the, the the edge here over the six. The six is definitely gonna take uh plenty of money coming in from Sanita. Or this one broke good. Um 
had the lead and then just battled into into deep in the stretch and then weakened there to fifth. Edgar Payeras jumps aboard for Anthony Saavedra. So definitely it looks like the two-horse race on paper. A long-shot horse, maybe underneath, will probably be the one here. Love your life for me. Uh, I thought this horse uh, broke good. Settled right around second or third there. Uh, kind of moved up, was blocked, didn't have any room. And just lost a lot of punch there in that in that race. If this horse was entered back in another similar spot, or probably picked him on top, but obviously against these top two runners, uh, this horse is going to be a big prize. So I'll go four, six, one. I went with the three horse in my third spot, Surfing Angel, just because it's been coming out of eight seventies. I think this horse will be a little more forwardly placed, uh, other than the one, two, and five. So should get a a nice stocking trip. I don't think it it's talented enough to to threaten the four or the six here, but uh, I definitely can see it right there in the third spot. Yeah, that's going to be race number three. Reminder, pick three available in race number three because the pick six will begin in race number four. And if nobody hits the pick six on Friday night, we could be looking at a huge carryover. Uh, I know Friday night we're having around 13,000 carryover in the pick six. And Friday's night car, Friday night card uh, looks very competitive as well. So for the pick six players out there, uh, if this uh, could carry over, it's going to be another competitive sequence here to start with race number four. We got 300 yards. Maiden Claimers 12.5 is the claiming price. If you want to buy one of these fine equine specimens, shout out to Mike Joyce. I know he's one of the four <laughs> listeners of this podcast. Mike Joyce listening in. But I went back and forth uh, between two, uh, two or three runners here. But in the end, after watching the replays a couple times, I think the two is due. That's okay. that's why I landed. I landed on the two. Kind of hesitated at the start last time out, but had a clear path and just missed second there by a neck. Could have easily finished second. And the winner, one more cigar, was a runner that had been knocking on the door as well. So yeah, I'll take the two trumper here. Five to two on the morning line. Drop it in class for attack for the first time. Yeah, I, trumper looks just the part here. Drops in first time for the tag. You know, like you said, running against one more cigar and, and just didn't get off that well last time, but but finished really well. Thought only, only a length uh, to those horses. Yeah. I think one more cigar and Sovereign Jess, uh, you know, they'd be pretty pretty tough to beat here in this field. But I went to the outside. Hey, beautiful. I like where this horse is drawn. Uh, been drawn down along the inside uh, the past three or four starts, and, and last time just stumbled and broke in and, and uh, came on running, only finished three quarters of a length behind the Ala Mode. Really a strong runner from the John Cooper barn for that level, yeah. I think. But I just like where this horse is drawn. And uh, Matt Fails has his new jockey up, Rasmo Gasca. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully, you know, he can uh, do what Cruz hasn't been able to do and get the job done. Is Alamo the runner that I had been knocking on the door forever? Finally yeah. dropped for a tag and got claimed. Yeah, like, exactly. I avoided, right? Yeah, I, I believe that was this race uh, where they finally, yeah. Alamo broke his maiden. That was just one that everybody, I think, kind of had uh, – Maybe not high hopes for, but, but definitely yeah. looked you know looked apart. Yes, but uh, it could be an allowance, but just couldn't get the job done ever. Just kept running seconds, and but uh, yeah. So if you run second to Alamode at that <laughs> level, uh, you know it's definitely uh, something to look forward to next time. Yeah, hey, beautiful. There is going to draw the outside in post number eight. Uh, my second choice is going to be the six horse Lady La Jolla. A bit of a price here at ten to one. Switching to the barn of Chris and Wintanabe. I thought this I thought this horse broke very good last time out uh, from the outside and just uh, missed, sec missed second there. Found the best ride too late. Maybe this one could could move up and has been improving each and every start uh, the numbers on the numbers per se. So 
we'll see what this gun can do, but that's probably going to be one of, my, one of my long shot plays of the night. 10 to 1 on the morning line for Lady La Jolla. For my third choice, uh, it was a toss between the 1 and the 8 here. Uh, but I figured you're going to get a better price on the 1, so I'll, I'll go with that one. I've been knocking on the door. Comes out of the similar uh, races there as a Hey Beautiful. Um, last time out, this one was slow, bumped, recovered. Should have probably won there against the Lita B. Uh, so I'll give the one another shot here. So two six one for me. Yeah, one eight two six. Same thing uh, that you said about the six, Lady La Jolla. I think you're just getting a, a really nice price here at ten to one for a horse that only finished uh, a nose behind. Hey, beautiful. And, you know that's my top pick, so I I gotta throw it in there somewhere. You know? Yeah. So my whole my whole model again for using the one and the six is they come out of the same race. Uh, you know against uh, Hey Beautiful, and they both showed much more trouble than i think maybe the eight showed okay so i'm banking that maybe you're going to get a better price on both the one and the six so overall we kind of agree on some price alerts here yeah 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 i think uh like you said they just have a lot of similar running lines i mean even foos manchu if you like the one uh foos manchu was running right there with the one i'm pretty sure i chased in the last time but uh oh but uh yeah, I mean, there's uh, definitely some long shots here. The 7 and 8 to 1 and the uh, 6, 10 to 1. Those are some pretty good odds. And, you know, La, can La Candidata, uh, which means, translation, the candidate. Um, <laughs> Lone first time starter in this field, 3-0 Palomino, Philly. Uh, you don't uh, see many of those. No, you think Burgard knows something here? He laid this horse 5 to 1? Well, the workout was, I think the workout was good compared to this level. Okay. But I, I, didn't, I couldn't really... Uh, put this horse there right on top just because there's a lot of more racing experience around the other runs. But this one, three-year-old, can this horse be had run in some unrecognized races? Uh, we've had that happen here in the past. You never know. Because but... once you have three-year-olds, because quarter horse racing, it's all about the two-year-old campaign, right? Yeah. So once you have three-year-olds, four-year-old quarter horse, they beat them for the first time, you start to wonder. I wonder if they were running some unrecognized races. But this horse looked very professional in that eighth of uh, May eighth drill. Uh, broke fast, was tapped maybe four or five times, but you can tell this horse was short in stride late. Got a little bit tired, uh, so I'll take a wait and see approach on the five o'clock candidata. Yeah, same with me. I'm just gonna go eight two six. In here. All right, there we go. Race number four, race five, uh, mid card double starts in race number five. Also a pick three, and of course, exacta trifecta and superfecta wagering available. 870 yards is the distance, claiming 6250 for a purse of 11 grand. That's a nice purse here, and uh, we don't have yeah we don't have a quarter horse, so it's all thoroughbred events. I went to the five hot Bob. I'll make this horse my lock of the night. Really? Yeah, 72. And you, you got to think about it. there's a horse nine to five, a five to two, a seven to two, and a seven to two. Okay. So there's okay. four out of the six horses that are gonna be right there, and I'm 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 keen. Five hot Bob lock of the night. Uh, I was. Uh, I remember that night. Uh, obviously, I didn't pick this horse at all. I, this horse was not on my radar coming in from Golden Gate, but I was very impressed uh, with his effort. Uh, kind of shuffled back at the start, rushed up along the inside, and had to steady around the turn, and then kind of drifted maybe six wide uh, and lost some ground, and then came back running. So uh, I thought that was a better than look drill. So I'll I'll keep the five here, Hot Bob, second time out here, Los Angeles. Yeah, the five definitely looks like uh, it's a contender. I just am waiting for this horse maybe to drop down a little mm -hmm. more, and then I was hoping maybe get thrown in for five thousand and four and a half. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It has the the early quickness. Maybe uh, second time at Los Al here, you know, it shows something better. But uh, 
I just had to go against it this time. But I, I went back and forth between the two and the six. Okay. Drosa Sky and Grass yeah. Runner. I, I wanted to pick the six on top, but I just thought bumping them all the way up to 6250 might be a little too yes. tough a task because the one our nation is probably going to press uh, press Grass Runner early. This is the runner we needed some inside info. Yeah. I, before, I, I thought this horse was just going the other way. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden, you boom, know, boom. he, he yeah. pops up and he runs two huge races. So that's what kind of got me going back and forth. But I'm going to play uh, the class angle here for the two. Adrosa Sky for Angie Aquino, first time off the claim. Uh, I think it has a lot of uh, early quickness here to uh, sit right behind the one and the six and, and get first run. You know, it gets, uh, you know, Kelly McDade aboard. Her and Angie do really well. I think this one should have the uh, – well, it should be contending with yeah. Hot Bob, you know, for the stocking trip. But uh, I'm looking for the two to, to get the best run light. Yeah, I do agree. The two is my second choice. I draw the sky just for all the things you mentioned. This comes out of the fast race there, 51 flat against uh, a pro in Changing Karma who yeah. was known to be a very competitive uh, runner around the hook. My third choice would probably be the one – our nation had a tough time envisioning who's going to get the lead. You know, can the six really uh, cross over from the outside post? So I, I landed on the five as the, excuse me, the one as my third choice. So I'll go five, two, one here. Yeah, I went two, six, one. Just uh, hopefully grass runner might be able to get loose on the lead. Might get my picture taken. <laughs> yes. I don't know, but I don't see it happening. I think he can get out there. And so finish second or third. What do you think Grass Runner's got to do? Does he, does he got to cross over? Oh, he's definitely, he's got to clear the one. Right, he's got to. I'm just scared at the one being drawn inside yeah. and has been facing a lot better horses, you know, Sakudo and Ajax, horses like that. Uh, probably has the, the better trip here of, of Grass Runner, but I just don't want to throw Grass Runner out because he's, he's gotten so <laughs> hot and I like to stick with hot horses. Yeah. So uh, I went 2 6 1. All right, my lock of the night coming in here, Hot Bob, and I'm going to. I'm on a little bit of a hot trick, I want to say. I want to say my lock of the night has come in three nights in a row, if I want to say. May, I'm, I think I batted 1,000 last weekend. Did I I might have gone three for three. Yeah, I, I know, know I was, for sure, too. Yeah, I, I know I was watching, too, because Caleb was saying that you hit it the, the night before, okay. I think. so. And then you okay. hit it again on Sunday, right? right? So I'll have to do some research and see if I'm batting three for three. But let's make it three or four in a row. Yeah, just keep it going. Out. Yeah, let's keep it going. Nobody remembers last <laughs> week. What counts is right now. All right, race number six, the start of the late pick four here on this nine-race program. We got quarter horses going 300 yards, maidens, two-year-olds. We got a good mix of runners. We got a few runners that are uh, dropping for a future trial. A lot of them dropping from straight maidens. Other ones have been competing at similar levels. So it's a good race here to, to try to mix it up here. Um, I landed on the six, who is going to be your morning line favorite. Yep, yeah, five to two on the morning line. Server Bullet Dash, just coming out of that rapid, rapid trial there, who produced your fastest qualifier, SC Moneymaker, and the eventual winner, Wicked Affair, of the uh, Kindergarten. Uh, I thought this horse broke okay. Lost a little bit of the footing there, a few strides out of the gate, and just finished evenly. evenly. Much, much easier grip today. Uh, I think the six has found its friends, probably. Yeah, if you just look at those running lines, that's that's everybody that was in the... Uh... The kindergarten fraternity there, SC Moneymaker, Wicked Affair, Striver. You know, he had to face against all, all the big guns there in his first two outings. I went with the seven Cupid's Honor just because I, I thought this horse ran a nice even race and uh, broken and bumped and kind of finished evenly after that, uh, you know, second to another, or I'm sorry, fourth to another Paul mm -hmm. Jones runner, BF Farmhand. But uh, 
drops down a little in class here, and I think it ran a decent time for this level. I think if you probably break 16 seconds here, you're yeah. probably going to be the winner in I this field. So, so I, I just thought I uh, had every right to improve off that uh, that first outing. Just needs to get out of the gate without without any trouble. Yeah, Cupid's Honor is going to be my third choice. My second choice is going to be the five, La Romerita for Jaime Gomez. This horse kind of broke out at the start, uh, was brushed in between horses. I thought this horse was moving okay late there uh, in that race. Seventh, obviously, was last in that field of seven, but being in just a length and three quarters and a, and a bunch of field coming out of the same race as the seven keepers honor. So I think those two horses are, are must use here to start the pick four. So I'll go six, five, seven. I went a seven, six, eight. Uh, I threw the, uh, the eight, Felina Flash there in for third. Kind of the same angle as uh, why you picked the, the six, Silver Bullet Dash. Just has been running against all the top players here. Tacked me up and delayed steal, SC Coronada. Time before that, Fame's Prize, Stone, mm -hmm. LOL. So just uh, draws the outside here, which I really like, and, and has had two troubled starts. So hopefully uh, just gets away clean, and maybe Rodrigo brings home a nice little price. Rodrigo is going to be on the outside. And <laughs> shout out to Rodrigo. He's CM Boom Shakalaka from the outside. He got the job done. Yep. Uh, last week. Uh, all right, race number seven, the late pick three. If you're out of the pick four, you can always bank on getting a little bit more action here with the late pick three. Field of seven, we got quarter horses going 300 yards. This is going to be a straight maiden field. Uh, there's a few runners. Actually, there's only one first name starter. That's going to be the rail horse, Quirkiness. Uh, the six, Demi Moore, is going to be your, your morning line favorite at seven to five, coming out of a very good second there at at Remington. Could this could this, could this be a SE moneymaker 2.0? That's what I was thinking. I put the six on top. Fifteen fifty three is a, a really good time over there, and look to be closing in this debut. So uh, as long as uh, he comes out here and he's been training okay, he put up a twelve four gate work there uh, May twelfth. So uh, I think uh, definitely looks like the class of this field. Yeah, maybe more definitely with that good second, the good time. Uh, the racing experience, obviously the, the strong connections here, Mike Robinson and Oscar Peinado, deserves to be the morning line favorite. But I give the check mark to the inside runner. The first time shot her quickness for Jimmy Glenn and uh, owner reader at uh, Allred. So you're Philly by Stel Corona out of Don't, Don't Pass Bar. I like how this horse looked in the, in the drill, broke straight. That was my main takeaway. Broke very straight. Uh, was tapped just once there to get it into stride and, and really finished nicely there in 12.30. I like the inside draw just because I, I like how well she she broke in, in that drill. So I'm gonna take a shot against uh, Demi Moore, and I'll put the the one on top here. Uh, third choice, it's gonna be the seven. Why not dash Monte Rosa, Jose Nicasio? Thought this horse broke great uh, in debut. Kind of drifted out. Should have probably been second there uh, behind Just Flashy, who was was a runaway winner. But uh, I think the race is centered around those three runners. So I'll go one six seven. Yeah. Just different order. I went six one seven. I thought why not Dash would uh, be able to get a nice clean break besides Demi Moore and came out uh, on top last time. Just lugged out and I don't think uh, this horse can can beat the six or the one, but uh, should get a clean trip from the outside. Yeah, five to one. You're probably going to get better odds because I expect the two horse to take some money dropping in class there from a maturity trial uh, Jones. Uh, so that's probably going to take some some play there. And then if you're noticing that Ayala's not listed here. Because Ayala will be a Ridoso. He's yep. scheduled to be a Ridoso to ride KV and Corona. And maybe one or two more runners there. Uh, so you get Ruben Lozano here on Improvise 
on some of the Paul Jones runners. Race number eight. There's two races left. You know what time it is. Late double time. And uh, we've got a field of eight here to kick it off. And they're going to go 300 yards maidens. Has the handle of the late double went up since uh, you started pumping it on TVG? Let's do some research. Let's let's try to do that. Let's we'll get the professor yes, on that. Let's let's uh, let's ask Professor G next time out and see if uh, the late double has has seen a nice spike. What has seen a nice spike is the pick fours. Just been uh, kicking butt. I mean, uh, every single night uh, we're we're starting to see double trumpets yes. as a, as a regular occurrence. So. I think the late before we got like one ninety six. Which is unheard of. Yeah, I think that was thirty thousand over uh -huh. the previous uh, late pick four record. Yeah. So we're getting spoiled over here. I mean, we're we're rolling right along. Remember when you when we used to have the banners before I even worked here? There were like the banners of like guaranteed twenty five thousand. Remember? They're in the winner circle. I remember those. Yeah. And now it's like who needs banners? I, I told mean? I told professor I think we might need to guarantee one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Oh. But uh, at, he he broke out in a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah. The the budget of the marketing department <laughs> might could take a big hit there. So. All right, late double time here in race number eight. Like I mentioned, 300 yards, maiden event. And I went with a little bit of a middle price here. The five, my, my majestic Mr. Perry, owned, trained, and bred by Jaime Gomez. That was a better than look fourth. Broke clean, kind of brushed uh, with the inside runner. Uh, was running kind of with the head high. Uh, then lost his path and altered out. I thought it was a very, very good effort considering everything that was going on. Could have easily finished third with a little bit better racing luck and had previously worked 1230 before that debut. I think the five could improve second time out four to one. I think that's going to be a solid price on the five. Yeah. I picked the five majestic Perry in second, uh, for all the reasons uh, you mentioned just was a better than looked race, but, uh, it was quick early. Yeah. Just, uh, just kind of got lost there, lugged in and, and had to alter out, but, I went with another mid-level price here. I went with the three uh, hoodlums. So for... we flip here. That's my second okay. choice. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought we'd, we'd take a shot here and try yes. and beat the favorite in this race. Uh, for Mania Rosa and Cesar Diablo, always a good combo. They're at 30%, but this horse is a, a half to zoom in for spuds. Yes, Jim Walker, owner yep. breeder. And uh, on that May 8th drill, had a really nice drill of 12-3, but came back May 19th, and I don't know what was wrong with it. It didn't lug out. It didn't look green or anything, no. but I don't know. Maybe it uh, just wasn't this horse's day. It didn't really have his mind on running, but I'm hoping I get the May 8th drill, yeah. and, and maybe we can get a little price where uh, he, he was kept to task the whole time. But what I do, you know, I picked him on second, uh, like I mentioned, but what I looked at, did like was he's a big body gelding. He's a big body gray gelding. Okay. He was kind of making up ground on the workmate there without even being asked uh, in, that, in that drill. So I definitely see the potential for, for Hoodlam here. So. Uh, I go five three. You go three five, and then I uh, pick the seven. Hey, like it, like his chances so for we're, third. We're just flipping here. I I agree on that point as well. Yeah, I thought this was just another class angle. First time out, I thought uh, ran a pretty good second to conquering Marie, who's you know the really nice Mike Robbins runner, mm -hmm. but uh, just kind of weak in there. But I thought it was hard to load before that, so maybe that had something to play in there. Then the next time out, when uh, went against Stevie B, flash of cash. In, in that fraternity trial, was bumped and stumbled at the start, but uh, draws really nicely here. Uh, finally gets an outside post draw. I think is definitely better than the six and eight, so should have should have clear sailing from out there. All right, so five, three, seven for me, and three, five, seven. All right, so we flip flop again. The first and second place horses there in race number eight. Race number nine, the final race of the night. 
and this is a little bit of a head scratcher. We're going 100 yards, 100 yards. So yeah, these are always fun. Yes, they are. Um, we got a field of six. We got a few runners that had some racing experience going 100 yards before, and a few others that are going to try it for the first time. I'll let you pick first here. What did you like? Okay, I went with the five. Oh, new hot second luck. chase for me. Okay, just because all those ones and in, in the yes, break column. Yes, I know. That's why I went with them solely just for that. I was kicking myself so on air last time out so bad because of this. I mean, we overthink it. If you're if you're looking at a hundred yard dash, right? Yeah. And you look at this horse's past performances, first, 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 had broken on top five consecutive times before yep. last time out. Got off at three to one with the outside draw going yep. hundred yards, and uh, and that's horse one. So yeah, sometimes you can't overlook it. So. One hot luck is going to be your pick. Yeah, I just uh, firing right back with the five. Just uh, usually breaks on top. So uh, that's the name of the game in the 100-yard dash. I do agree. That's going to be my second choice. My first choice It's going to be a runner that I've played before, I've chased before, kind of been – has been a little bit of head case a few times. And I'm talking about the sick charter flight. But when this horse really has his mind on behaving in the gate and, and not acting up, the six can show some, some good talent. Like he showed two starts back going 100 yards. Broke the maiden in 662. Pretty easily there. Um, I like this one switching to the outside. Last time I just stumbled and bumped and you know, lost all chance there. Comes out of that same effort though. They're flipping post positions. I'll give the six the slight edge, slight edge tonight. So six, five. And third choice, I'll give it to the one. Tell her she's first. Broke great last time out. Had the lead. Uh, that horse would have been 100 yards. Probably would have won. So, picking up Caesar, it's always a good thing. So, I'll go 6 5 1. I went 5 1 2. Uh, I also like the one horse. Uh, some of the reasons you're talking about it, but again, a lot of ones in there in the break column. Mm -hmm. So, for third, I went with the two Royal Primetime. Uh, this horse is also a quick breaker, but this time gets Rodrigo aboard, one of yeah. the best gate jockeys ever at Los Alamitos. So, maybe uh, we can get a nice little price there in the ninth. And, you know, talking about Rodrigo, he. He kind of, uh, we seen him traveling the last month or so. He went to, uh, he was at Arizona. He was at Tour Paradise. He was at Sam Houston. Um, and I just feel like injuries got the best of his career the last few years. I mean, yeah. he was on par to be maybe the only jockey that could have ever gotten second to Eddie, Eddie's record of all time wins. He could have probably like, I don't think anybody's going to break that record. Yeah. But I think he could have gotten Establish himself as a clear second as far as those standings go. Uh, but then injuries, uh, you know, every time he, he was out for an injury, he would come back and in a month, like, a horse would step on him in the gate or something. Like, yeah. it's, it's just been unlucky. But I think it's kind of the same thing we saw with, with Ramon Goosey. Yes. When he would come back and, and right away he would get hit with something else. And now he's been, uh, he's been out for a long period of time. And I think the, just the same thing has happened with Rodrigo. Kind of you fall out of – you fall out of favor with Barnes. Maybe not yes. fall out of favor, but just you lose your out, out of sight, yeah. out of mind yeah. kind of kind of thing. And uh, he's just trying to work his way slowly but surely. And like we said, he's getting older. So uh, new uh, connections are being established all around between jockeys and trainers. But, uh, you know, don't ever count Rodrigo out. No, and now that he's riding for Jesus Nunez, it's a good barn to be in because you got a lot of numbers. Yeah. It's all about numbers. You just want to ride and get being consistent, being consistent for him. Uh, you know, obviously you want to ride the good horse, but as long as you're riding, you're, you're going to make a little bit of money in the mount fees and obviously you're going to get a little bit better rhythm. So it's good to see him getting some mounts here and maybe you're going to see him, uh, with a uh, future Jesus Nunez runners as he's listed on the two 
royal prime time. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jesus Nunez, is, his business is booming, whether it's thoroughbreds and quarter horses. Yes. He just picked up uh, EG High Desert Farm. And Jonathan Roman seems to be riding most of the, the EG High horses. But, yeah. you know, they have so many. I'm sure Rodrigo's been working uh, working a few if, if he's over there at the Jesus Nunez barn. And, you know, picking up second second calls on, on that barn is uh, no small uh, effort. You know, you can, you can find some runners there. Uh, nothing wrong with that. All right, that's the card for Saturday night at Los Alamitos, but Ridoso just wrapped up their first day of trials for the Ridoso Futurity on Friday uh, Friday evening. Uh, that was about a month ago. So they picked top five fast, fastest qualifiers for uh, Friday, and they'll come back and run another 16 trials on Saturday Saturday morning, and they're going to pick the second five, uh, the next five fastest qualifiers here to to go into the final i've been 11th a few times i couldn't imagine being sixth oh, and oh not man. qualifying that's brutal i mean 11th feels like your heart gets torn out uh, just i can't imagine how hard it's got to be to sit there and, and you put up a, an amazing time you, you think for that day and you find out you're sixth is oh it's brutal especially with the weather over yeah, there the wind changing yeah, oh. Maybe it rains for the first three, and then it gets hot for the, they, know, they, they don't the call next it, five. They don't call it the mountain for nothing. I mean, the weather yeah. can change within the hour out there. Yeah. Race to race. Uh, it, it's definitely so hard. Uh, it's just uh, it's, it's a crapshoot over there. You have to run not only a perfect race, but you got to you know compete against the weather as well. Yeah, and, and you know, we, you know, shout out to uh, Ty Wyant. Uh, they're uh, tweeting out a lot of good info on the – on the Ridoso Press Box account. And uh, I say this because he tweeted out, well, a tweet was sent out from that account that there were three runners that were supplemented for $30,000 each, I believe so, uh, for, for the trials. And you want to talk about some bad beats. There was a couple of horses that I think two ran on Friday that were yeah. paid into. Yeah, Linder 16, uh -huh. uh, who, who won a fraternity already. Uh, she went out there and, and she won her trial. And I think she ends up qualifying sixth, Oof. sixth or seventh. Oh. I, I know it was right there because because the uh, fifth fastest was eighteen oh three six, and and she went eighteen oh five. So uh, yeah, it was thirty grand to be supplemented into these trials. You know the connections, you know had every right to put her in, yeah, and uh, ran the race, but just racing luck missed by a couple uh, hundredths of a second. Yeah, it, it's tough. So that gives you a little bit of idea how tough it is. Just getting to a final, it's a big accomplishment, whether it's for a broodman prospect, a, 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 maybe a, a nice sire prospect, a, a runner that has not been gilded just yet. Uh, so, yeah, it's tough when you when you miss out on the big dance just by a little bit. But I want to say, was it last week or two weeks ago we gave uh, some picks at Remington? We got to pat, pat ourselves on the back? Yeah. I, th two I, two? I think overall we've been doing a pretty right? good job yeah. in the podcast. Not. Not only we've been bringing winners, but you know the long the shots. The long shots underneath. We, yeah. we have put a bunch of log uh, logical long shots in there. Oh, and, I, uh, I took a bad beat with uh, my long shot last week. Uh, divide him up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was brutal. Oh, hurt. What was he? Eight to one. Uh, eight to one, and like he stumbled and still lost by like a whisker. Yeah. Absolute whisker. Yeah, my I, I felt you on that one. That yeah, that was, was uh, that was that was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, when they usually stumble and when they get out like that, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. All is yeah. lost, all is lost, right? Whatever. And then he comes back running. I'm like, oh, we got a shot. And then oh, here comes the class dropper on the outside with 
new uh, new jockey. Uh, is it uh, Armando? Veramontes. Uh, Veramontes. Is it Armando? I don't want to say. I don't want to mess up the name. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but you know, what is he? 16 years He's old. 16 years old gets his first win ever on the outside. Um, so and congratulations. That was the only reason why. Uh, uh, I picked that horse up on top. It could just kind of look like one of those races. Yeah, it is. Armando Viramonte. Where, uh, where they wanted to get the, you know, the jockey their first win. Yes. I didn't know he was 16 years Me old. Me neither. No. But, uh, but yeah, it just looked like it, uh, one of those races. But yeah, what a brutal beat yeah, for you. That was tough. <laughs> but uh, uh, the lock one, which is uh, was uh, a runner coming in from Golden Gate, which I never rarely do. But it was okay. a runner coming in from Golden Gate in race four. Yeah, it was to close out the early before I think. It was um, I forget something lock or something. Actually, they had the lock. I think it might have had the lock, lock on the name. lock. It might have had lock. <laughs> but whatever, is the running showing speed at Golden Gate came back and and won pretty nicely here. I want to say it was Eric Garcia aboard. But yeah, that was a tough beat on on the vitamin up. So, but we've had a, a few good opinions. You came up with a nice price on uh, uh, last week as well. Uh, I want to say it was a six horse. I don't remember the yeah, name. Yeah, was it a uh, quite up? Something I think like it was. That. Either quiet up or quiet up, but I know it was Unet uh, Rodriguez. Yes. they claimed it and they yeah. raised it up mm -hmm. to twenty five thousand. But yeah. that and that one went in my way. Just yes. just got up in the yeah. final strides. But uh, yeah, so overall, I think we we've done a pretty good job that's, for that's, everybody. That's quarter horse racing for you. A little <laughs> bit of luck every now and there to win the photos. If not, we don't we don't we don't want to book the bad beat there first. All right, so we talked to Remington a few uh, a few episodes ago. And we went two for two, and I don't I don't think they were both the favorites. I remember yours got bet down. You Mine must have given it out on TVG. Yeah, we covered the race, and it was like six, six to one, uh, going to the gate, and we were talking about it. I think it went off at three to one, or two to one, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Mine went off two to one, three to one. Yeah, I think it. right, right where it was yeah. laid. So. Yeah. So uh, tonight, well, today we're going to talk about day two of Rudoso, uh trials. So hopefully, you're listening before the trials go off. My pick is going to be later on the card, so I'm pretty sure people will have plenty of time to listen to it. But I'll give you the bat here. Who, who Give me a play here for Ridoso. 16 trials. Where are we going to look to? Okay, you gotta you got to wait almost all, all day. Ooh. So uh, you're going to the 13th. Lucky 13th uh, trial. I like this. It's uh, number seven, music for your ears mm -hmm. for uh, trainer Mark Jungers. This horse is uh, seven to two. But uh, I bet against it uh, last time. You know, I thought it ran a, a decent first race. Only lost, I think, by half a length or yes. so. Mm -hmm. But a uh, second time out, I I played against it. But this horse just ran a monster race. I mm -hmm. mean, that horse almost won by three lengths yes. and, and really caught my eye. So I put him in the virtual stable. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be at the mountain the next time I, I saw this horse. But uh, comes in here. There's another horse in in uh, the same trial named Steaming Eagle, mm -hmm. who uh, I really like as well. But uh, it's going to beat our benefit and here and take some money. I really think Music for Years uh, can benefit from this post and, and should run a big race here. And by the way, oh, I mean, a little bit of observation I, I made during the day one, the inside was a little bit tricky. Uh, there was a, the inside post, maybe the, the one hole and the two hole. You didn't really want to be there on day one. Kind of a little bit heavy there. A lot of yeah. horses didn't kick on as, as we thought they would. But there were some nice winners also from the rail. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to upgrade the runners that really ran well from – from, um, from the rail on day okay. one, maybe add him to your virtual stable later down the road. And the horse that didn't run all that good, we'll give him some excuses and maybe bet him next time out. So uh, the inside was not the place to be. I'm going to get off the rail as well for, for my pick, but 
you're going for the seven music to your ear, music for your ears, seven to two on the morning line. What kind of odds would you take here to win? Uh, I I think it should. I think it should go off five to two. Okay. Probably. That's probably I, what you would take. Yeah, I think I think five to two. Okay. Is what this horse is probably going to be at because I think Steam and Eagle is probably going to take some, yes, some good money. I agree. That yeah. that's why uh, I really like this horse. Uh, just from that effort last time was so visually impressive and and from along the rail, I I, I think five to two and above is a great price on this, this horse. This is good. How convenient. I'm looking at the wagering menu. First leg of the pick four. First leg. Single right off the bat. First there you go. Leg. <laughs> and uh, you don't got to go too far for my pick because my pick's going to be two races later in race 15. Okay. So we've got two singles potential in the pick four. So we can go single, all single, and hope for some prices. So when we uh, we play the pick four, and if uh, we do hit, we know why it pays so low. Yes, yes. We can actually know that people are listening. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're going we're gonna to see if we can, we can make some noise here. So race 13, the seven for Curtis, music, music for your ears. Flip it over to race 15. I'm going to give you a first-time starter, a debuter here in, in race 15. I'm going to the nine horse, Sarah Just Fine V. Uh, this one bred and owned by Valeriano Racing Stables, uh, Oklahoma bred. I like the, the trial there, uh, the training race, excuse me, at, uh, at Ridoso on the 7th of May, uh, which I believe was the first day of trials. What did I say? The yeah. 7th? Yeah. Yeah. That first, was Monday. Yeah, first day of trials. This horse uh, went in trial. Uh, training race, excuse me, number nine. Uh, I, I just love how this horse broke. Broke absolutely perfect. Was tapped uh, maybe two or three times and was under a pull late. Uh, that's definitely going to be my play there over the day at Rideau. So 72 on the morning line. And I think we're going to get somewhere around there, five to two, three to one, because of the four horse America rules for Gerald Reed and GR Carter. Broke the maiden in Remington Park in a solid clocking as the betting favorite. It's two to one on the morning line. And it's one of the only, yeah, one of the two runners that has experience and the only standout as far as racing experience goes. So I do think the four is going to get bit down. And I think we'll get maybe hopefully three to one or five to two on the nine. Sarah just fine B. So, all right. So race 13, the seven for you. Race 15, the nine for me. So yep. let's try to buy this pick four. So we'll go single by all field of nine by single by all field of 10. So it costs us forty-five bucks for fifty cents. It's not bad. We can split it twenty-two dollars and fifty cents each. As long as you get some bombs That's in there, you, you could try and pull we, this. Thing. They, there were some big bombs in day one. Yeah, I, I played against uh, what was it—the biggest bomb of the day, forty-five to one—and and I couldn't even you know figure out you know how to bet this. Maybe that it was a, a, a West Giles runner. Yeah, that was about the only thing. But uh, yeah, he came up with a forty-five to one shot and blew up all my tickets. Man, that's yeah. That's the thing about trials. That those kind of days, I love betting them. But now more, more so, I love betting verticals. I love betting trifectas or just straight win bets and then exactas. That's what I love to bet because if I'm right about that race, I want to cash out at least something. Okay. I think sometimes we get a little bit gritty and we're like, oh, I've got a five to one single. I'm gonna crush this pick four. Yeah. And like, it feels like you go three deep and your fourth choice beats you. You go five deep, the yeah. big bomb wins. So it's, it's that, tough. That actually is what kind of happened to me today. I liked uh, the horse. Uh, what was his name? Uh, my Dad Don? Yeah, My Dad Don or My Don Dad or something. Yeah, some, uh, yeah. yeah horse uh, for Mike Joyner on the outside that I just thought I had a huge work. And I was going to single, and uh, I did, but I didn't even get to him. And uh, the horse is 5-1, to one, so what happens? I get to the race, and uh, the horse goes from 5-1. to one, 
gets bet so down to I think eight to five, something yeah. like that. I think uh, everybody else had had seen the works I had, and uh, I just didn't get as as much of a price as I would have uh, in my pick threes. But, yeah. Uh, so. Thing about Riadosa, they don't have the rolling pick threes no, or rolling doubles, you know, doubles no, all that stuff. No. You, you do kind of have to to pinpoint down, uh, but yeah, just uh, play to your strong points. Yeah, so we'll see if we can get lucky there at Los Al and also at Ridoso. But let's talk a little bit about the NBA drama going on. So now it is confirmed, Chris Paul is out for Game Six. Okay. Of Warriors Rockets. So is this a layup for the Rockets in Game Six at least? Or for the Warriors? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for yeah. the Warriors. Uh, I they're, mean, it should be. They're back at home. Yeah, back at home. Uh, no Chris Paul, who is pretty much doing all the damage yeah. there at, at the end of Have that. Have you one. seen that stat for James Harden from the three-point line? The last, like, oh, five I, games? It he's was six, something brutal, he's right? zero for, like, 20 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, since game four, like, in the last three games, or like, whatever it might be, yeah. two or three games, he's like, hasn't hit a three. Yeah. What, what happened to him? I don't know. Chris Paul, it seemed like every single time during the fourth quarter, he just uh, took the ball down in the corner there, and uh, he was just running at, running at uh, whoever they, they got him off the pick. Who was it? Uh, uh, David West? Is yes, that who yes, was? David West. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just, Isn't David West like 45 years old? I know. Uh, he's trying to guard uh, Chris Paul. <laughs> so he, he was just kind of having his way with him there at the end, kind of just running the same thing every, uh, every time. But, uh, yeah, the Rockets just uh, – the last couple games, they've Man. been making Golden State play hey, uh, play to their strengths. You got to give them credit. Like, it's and they've been playing terrible too. Like both, like the Warriors have played so bad late in the games that it's it's unheard of. Maybe I feel that they never never really challenged or played these kind of games during the season. Then now it's like okay, now we got to play. But like, yeah, it's a little bit weird to see them like. Kind of like the old Lakers yeah. that attitude where uh, they just had to turn it on. Yeah, and maybe and, sometimes and you turn it on too late yeah. or you find the wrong opponent. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. So yeah, I do think it's going seven. If it goes seven, I think Chris Paul is going to come back no matter what. I think he's going to come back and play because he did that with the Clippers for a game seven against the Spurs, and obviously he had the he had the game winner there off off the glass mm-hmm. uh, to eliminate the Spurs in round one. I want to say two three years ago. Uh, but for sure, he's out for Game Six. I think he's gonna try. He's gonna try to play Game Seven, no matter what. No matter what happens. I think for his legacy, he he's got to get up. I think so. And, right? and uh, he's got to play in a Game Seven, and he's got to play the Finals. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't have your legacy like uh, Jay Cutler yeah, for the he, for the yeah, Bears, where yeah. where he doesn't want to play, and, yeah. and other guys are you know have broken bones mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they're blocking for him and all that. <laughs> So uh, yeah, Chris Paul, you gotta you gotta man up. You gotta do whatever you you gotta do to get that hamstring going. I gotta say, his body language there after he he injured it didn't look good. So I, he's definitely out for for Game Six. So I'll give Game Six obviously to the Warriors. Like everyone is gonna be a big favorite there in Vegas. I think it goes to a Game Seven. Obviously, uh, who do you who do you have taking Game Seven with or without Chris Paul? I'm still going Golden State. Okay. Uh, I just. I think they're the better team. I think they'll figure it out. Hopefully they stop playing uh, as much ISO ball as, mm-hmm. as they've been playing, even though, you know, it's to their advantage. I, I just don't think that's their game. I think when they have the ball moving around, uh, I think that's their strength, and then they'll get it going there in game seven. All right, so we're we're, we're still taking Golden State in seven. Uh, the Celtics and Cavaliers, Boston is up now 3-2. They're, play, they're currently playing game six. They're in, there are six minutes left in the – 
second quarter, and the Cavs are up by five. All right, so here, here's my take on this one. So if the Cavs, obviously, if the Cavs win, win this one, they're gonna, there's going to be a game set. But if the Cavs win this, I think they win it all. I think, I think they, they're going yeah. to turn it on for a game seven. If, obviously, that's it in the end of the road, obviously, if Celtics win. But I think if, if, they, if it goes to a game seven, I think the Cavs will win. I think the the Celtics got to do it tonight. Yeah, they have to. LeBron's so tough in Game Seven. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> he, want, you don't want to face him in a Game Seven. No, he just bears down, and uh, yeah, totally agree. If uh, he he shows up in a Game Seven after tonight, Cavs are taking it. Yeah, so six minutes there left in the second quarter. Cavs are up by six on on Boston. They're outscoring them nineteen to eight in the second quarter right now. Uh, so they really turn it on in the second half, and it looks like. Uh, yeah, LeBron already has 15 in the game. 16 <laughs> minutes, ago, six minutes ago. So LeBron, hop on my back. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, hop on. I'll, I'll handle the ship. So, yeah. If the Cavs win, I think the I think they're going to win Game Seven, just because I think I think LeBron is going to turn it on for a Game Seven. So, all right. That's the that's the show for this week. Let's see if we can pick some winners both here and at Ridoso. And um, shout out to the people at uh, you know at Ridoso, the new ownership, obviously Jeff True. Uh, new general manager. They're implementing a lot of new stuff. Um, there, you know, a lot of security measures. I think they, I've seen some some good measures they're taking, trying to weed out uh, as many of the bad apples as they can. Yep. Obviously, they're not there. They don't. They're not there where they want to be. There's a few. There's a few uh, more things to be done, but I like the progress that's going on there there uh, at the mountain. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the press releases, and uh, there's a picture of Jeff True with the. Uh... Local police there yes. with the, with the uh, sniffing dogs yes. out, outside the barn area, and they're kind of forming a line there. They're not they're not going to allow any of that stuff to go on. Yeah. They're going to try and catch as much as they can. So, you know, uh, you know, big props to all the stuff they're doing over there. They're cleaning up the the drug side. You know, all the all the testing. They're mm -hmm. trying to keep all the bad stuff out of the backside. Yes. Yeah. You know, just uh, everything's looking up. Yeah, it's good, and you know. Kudos to obviously the ownership here at Los Al, Dr. Ed Allred. He really started hammering down on, on being the cleanest place to run quarter horses. And we've gotten to that point where we can really trust the product that, that is getting portrayed there each and every night uh, here at Los Al. And obviously, a lot of the other tracks are not following suit. Uh, I think I've seen a, a tweet about Indiana, Indiana Grand, also doing hair testing okay. uh, for some of the big races, I guess. Uh, so shout out to them. I was able to visit them there with Rachel. Uh, racing Rachel. I uh, was able to do some handicapping over her uh, for one of their quarter horse, all quarter horse cards, I want to say 2013. So I haven't been there in a while, but it's a nice facility. So I like that the AQHA is obviously also behind all this. So there's yeah. a lot of things moving in the right direction now. Yeah, just uh, taking every steps for progress gets the fans back involved. Maybe some, you know, fell out of favor with some of the stories we've had in the past. But uh, like I said, all the testing, you know, and uh, trying to keep the bad apples out, like you said. Just uh, we're we're doing what we can to clean up the sport and uh, make everything on the up and up. All right, let's uh, let's pick some winners, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye everybody. See ya.